I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When we sit down and watch a movie, we can usually be safe in the assumption that by the end, good will triumph over evil and the bad guy will be eating his just desserts. But that's not always the case, and every so often, filmmakers will be given the green light to actually let the bad guy get away with their heinous actions and shock everyone in the process. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movie villains who totally got away with it. Number 10. The Zodiac Killer, Zodiac. David Finch's masterful crime thriller Zodiac is fiercely committed to historical accuracy and offers little in the way of a Hollywood ending for its based on true events serial killer hunt. In real life, the Zodiac Killer terrorized the San Francisco Bay Area from the late 1960s through to the early 1970s, murdering at least five people and alleging to have killed dozens more. As in reality as well, Finch's film never sees Zodiac brought to justice, concluding that suspect Arthur Lee Allen may have been guilty, but Alan ultimately died before he could be questioned further in the case. It's an agonizingly inconclusive ending to a story that has fascinated true crime fans for more than 50 years. And given how daringly Zodiac taunted both the police and obsessive newspaper cartoonist Robert Graysmith, it's somewhat fitting that he disappeared into the ether without a trace. Naturally, in real life, the chance of the Zodiac killer still being alive, let alone ever actually getting caught, becomes more scant with each passing year. Number 9. Lao Chi, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom Though the overwhelming majority of the villains in the Indiana Jones franchise end up meeting a comically grisly death, the Temple of Doom supporting baddie Chinese crime boss Lao Chi proved to be a little more fortunate. At the start of the movie, a deal between Lao Chi and Indy goes south when the crime lord double-crosses him, poisoning Indy in an attempt to rip him off. A chase then ensues, but Indy makes it to the airport and makes a seemingly daring escape on a cargo plane which is then revealed to be owned by Lao Chi himself. The pilots bail out of the plane midair in the hope of killing Indy, Willy, and Short Round. Though the plan doesn't succeed, obviously, Lao Chi nevertheless gets away with his assassination attempt scot-free, and we never see him get any sort of comeuppance for his act. Now, this wasn't always supposed to be the case, as Steven Spielberg was allegedly interested in bringing this character back for the fourth film, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was in development for so long that the character's actor sadly died almost a decade before it ended up hitting screens. Number 8. Noah Cross, Chinatown 
This all-timer film noir boasts one of the most uncompromisingly bleak endings that cinema has ever seen. Throughout the film, a PI called Jake, played by Jack Nicholson, finds himself investigating the murder of water engineer Hollis Mulry, which leads him to wealthy businessman Noah Cross. It's eventually revealed that Cross was the mastermind of a scheme to manipulate water resources in order to crash land value and then resell the land for a huge profit once it's been irrigated. It gets much worse though, as it's also revealed that Cross raped his own daughter Evelyn, making Evelyn's daughter Catherine both Cross's daughter and granddaughter. But sadly, there is no comeuppance whatsoever for this character, who foils Jake's plan to get Evelyn and Catherine to Mexico. In a confrontation, Evelyn shoots her father and drives away with Catherine, resulting in the police shooting Evelyn as she flees, killing her in the process. Catherine is then left in the custody of a wounded but still very much alive Cross, with the very clear implication that she's in for a world of abuse. And to place the nihilistic Capper on it all, an infuriated Jake is just told to let it go in the iconic ending. Number 7. Oliver and Cheryl Lang, Arlington Road this cult classic thriller revolves around college professor Michael Faraday, who comes to believe that his new neighbours, Oliver and Cheryl Lang, are actually terrorists. Ultimately, Faraday's suspicions turn out to be correct, though his attempts to foil the Langs' plot goes devastatingly wrong. In the end, they manage to trick Faraday into driving his own car into the FBI headquarters rigged with explosives, which detonates moments later, killing Faraday and partially destroying the FBI building. Faraday is then dubbed a lone wolf terrorist in the media, his most cited as revenge against the FBI for the death of his wife in the line of duty. Perhaps worst of all though, his son Grant has to move in with relatives having lost both of his parents and never learns the truth about his father's innocence. As for the Langs, well they just put their house up for sale and prepare to move to another city to start the cycle all over again. Number 6. Paymon Hereditary Ari Aster's scintillating directorial debut is one of the most upsettingly grim horror films of the decade, and concludes with a suitably downcast finale. In its unforgettable ending, it's revealed that the violent and disturbing series of events throughout have all been part of a grand plan by a cult which worships the ancient demon King Paimon. Since childhood, Paimon has actually been residing within the body of Annie Graham's daughter Charlie, while the cult made preparations to transfer the demon into her older brother Peter, given that Paimon requires a male host. Charlie then ends up decapitated midway through the movie, setting the Graham family on a course of physical and emotional destruction, which leads to Annie's husband Steve being burned to death, while Annie later beheads herself with a piece of piano wire. In the end, Peter is sufficiently broken down that he's helpless to fend off Paymore, who takes possession of his body in the film's grim final sequence. The cult then gloriously hails their fully resurrected king, and that's all she wrote. Number 5. Kaiser Soze, The Usual Suspects the Usual Suspects, of course, boasts one of the most ingenious plot twists in all of cinema. That being that the con artist Verbal Kint was actually the near-mythic crime lord Kaiser Soze all along. As it turns out, Kint has spent the entirety of his interrogation spinning an improvised yarn to the detectives, using various items from the room's bulletin board and even a coffee mug right in front of him to help conjure up his convoluted story. And sadly for our heroes, the penny drops all too late. As they discover the truth, mere moments after Kint's bail is posted. In the film's ingenious ending, Kint makes his calm escape in a getaway car with the man he'd been referring to as Kobayashi throughout the story, leaving the detectives infuriated that the legendary criminal has just escaped once again. Number 4. Lord Summerisle, The Wicker Man 
Robin Hardy's legendary horror film concludes with the revelation that a young girl wasn't actually missing on the island after all, but that this was simply a ruse by the local pagan cult to lure Sergeant Howie there as their next sacrifice. The final scene sees poor Howie imprisoned within a giant wicker mat, which is then promptly set on fire at the behest of maniacal island leader Lord Summerisle, who does so in the hope that next year's crop harvest will succeed after the most recent one had failed. Though Howie warns Summerisle that the harvest will always fail and he himself will likely be the villager's next sacrifice, it falls upon deaf ears as he's fast roasted to death. And while we can't ever know for sure what became of Summerisle come next harvest, in the very least he did get away with murder, given that nobody knew where Howie was going and the villagers likely had no difficulty in disappearing his remains on a remote island. Number 3. Raymond The Vanishing the 1998 Danish thriller The Vanishing boasts one of the most unapologetically bleak and brilliant endings to any film of its kind. After Pua Rex spends the entirety of the movie searching for his girlfriend Saskia, who went missing from a service station three years prior, at the film's end he finally comes face to face with the man responsible for her disappearance. That man is Raymond, a sociopath who kidnapped Saskia simply to prove to himself that he was capable of committing such a heinous act. Ultimately, Raymond agrees to show Rex what happened to his girlfriend, but only if he'll go through the same experience by first drinking a drugged cup of coffee. Rex, racked by morbid curiosity and guilt, downs the coffee, only to wake up in a box buried underground with no possibility of escape. To then rub salt into the wound, the film's final scene shows Raymond enjoying life with his wife and children, with no chance whatsoever that he will ever be connected to Saskia and Rex's disappearances. Number 2. Anton Sugar, No Country for Old Men the Coen Brothers' best picture-winning masterwork is wholly concerned with denying the audience all the typical thriller movie indulgences. For one, the closest thing to a hero that the film has, that being Hunter Llewellyn Moss, ends up being killed off-screen ahead of the climax, and the Terminator-like big bad Anton Sugar never gets his comeuppance. Yes, Sugar is involved in a gnarly car crash at the end of the movie, but ultimately he's neither killed nor captured, and it's implied that he gets away with the money he fought so hard to acquire. Given the literally dozens of dead bodies he leaves in his wake, including several major good characters, it makes for a shocking ending when the expected showdown between Sugar and retired Sheriff Ed Tom Bell just never happens. Number 1. Bridget Gregory, The Last Seduction John Dahl's criminally underappreciated 1994 neo-noir stars Linda Fiorentini as femme fatale Bridget Gregory, a woman who uses her sexual confidence and sly cunning to wrap men around her little finger. This culminates in Bridget murdering her husband Claire and framing her boyfriend Mike for both the killing and her rape, which was actually entirely consensual sex. In the end, Peter is arrested for murder and sexual assault while Bridget escapes with the money she stole from her husband and destroys the evidence which could prove Mike's innocence. It's a completely savage ending, and yet seeing Bridget manipulate these men so effortlessly proves incredibly, perversely entertaining. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.